Hi, I'm Karen Crossley, and this is Rebuilding the American Dream, the student athlete experience. In this podcast, we introduce you to leaders in college athletics who are shaping the experience of the student athlete on and off the fields of play. We discuss the challenges and innovations affecting athletics and higher education and how we can adapt to give student athletes a strong foundation for their futures. Today, I have the opportunity to talk to Wendy Reed, Director of Athletics at Trinity Christian College. She brings a wealth of athletics administrative experience to this role with having over 10 years experience in the Chicagoland Collegiate Athletic Conference, the CCAC, and in the National Association of Intercollegiate Athletics, NAIA. In 2017, 2018, and 2019, she was selected by her peers as the CCAC Sports Information Director of the Year. Wendy is a graduate of Mount Vernon Nazarene University. Before her current position, she was the Director of Athletic Communications at Trinity Christian College, the Assistant Athletic Director for Communications at Calumet College of St. Joseph, and the Sports Information Director at Olivet Nazarene University. Thank you so much for joining us today, Wendy. We appreciate it. So you've had a wonderful career as a college athlete, as a coach, and now as an athletic administrator. So what has the student athlete experience meant to you? And what do you hope that it means for your students? Well, I have been in college athletics in some capacity since I graduated from high school. And I can without a doubt say that I am not the person I am right now without the playing experience. It opened doors to me from Being a teammate led me to Christ, to meeting my husband, to my first post-college job because I could play softball and repeated opportunities since then. So my hope for my student athletes is that they will have the same opportunities that as a department, we can help them grow into the men and the women that God wants them to be. And then, you know, using the life lessons that college athletics or athletics in general, just to help them become better people. That's my hope. Going on that a little bit more, you mentioned, Christ, that you you were at Trinity Christian. How are those beliefs playing into the experience that, that you're building for the student athlete? We at Trinity do not expect every one of our athletes to come in with the same exact faith backgrounds, uh, maybe none, maybe just different denominations. So really, my goal and our coaches' goals is to just help them to become good people or remain good people and use this experience as an opportunity to show other teams or other schools that we're different, that we just stand apart just a little bit different because we have a different purpose in life. You mentioned something important there that Trinity Christian does their best to to stand apart, to be different from other institutions. How do you work that into your recruiting and help uh, your student athletes feel that, that they are standing apart on, on the field. I have a phenomenal group of coaches. They truly do this for their student athletes. When you come to our campus, it's beautiful facilities, beautiful campus. When people come to visit or are around, they often say things like, I can just tell that it's a family, or I can tell that there's just something different or that I belong here. And so really helping our student athletes know where they belong and how they belong and giving them the opportunity to to be themselves in an environment that is safe and welcoming. We're nestled right on the south side of Cook County, so where Chicago is. So we're close enough to the city that we get that opportunity, but far enough away that we have wetlands and wildlife (laughs) and all of these things. So we really give them the opportunity to be in the city, but also without that feel of city and 
just small enough that you can fit in, but big enough that we're working your things. Providing a lot of different experiences for, for the <laughs> yes. students and the student athletes, being able to see and meet many different people, as you mentioned, from different yeah. backgrounds, different faith traditions, and also looking at the transition of incoming freshmen in particular, uh, high school students into the college environment. How do you help your student athletes manage that transition from high school to college? In my mind, and I think research has shown this, that athletes are what companies are truly looking for because they learn to juggle so many things. They have to be in class. They have to do well in class. They have to perform well for their coaches. They have to have a life outside of both of those things. A lot of our athletes are involved in theater and music and ministry and those kinds of things. So we're really, while they're here to play sports, we're really giving them the opportunities and encouraging them to expand on those things, to use all of their gifts. In addition to being the director of athletics, you're also the social media coordinator for the Chicagoland Collegiate Athletic Conference. And as we're in the new era of NIL and maybe not so new era of social media. What advice are you giving to student athletes using social media? Two things I've often said is that social media is a powerful tool if it's used correctly. It's a powerful tool regardless, but if it's used correctly, it can be so much good can come out of it. But I also often say that it, social media will be the demise of our society. <laughs> but I also realized recently as I am constantly thinking about social media the platforms aren't actually being used the way they were intended because we're, we're not setting boundaries. It wasn't intended to replace human interaction, which is truly what it, it's happened, where we've, it's become a place where we have no boundaries and we can say whatever we want, whether it's true or not true, and we don't really have to show our faces. So my advice to students is that once you put something into writing, and this goes with texts also, not just social media, but when you're texting to people, you lose the ability to control how the reader interprets something. So you might have thought you were saying it funny or sarcastic, or but they took it as, why is this person yelling at me? Or, oh my gosh, this person is so mad at me or something like that. If we would be speaking in person, we would have body language that would show them that I'm not being upset or fluctuations in my voice in certain spots. So my biggest thing is read it in a way that if somebody sent that to you, how would I read that? And them are really learning that thing of you just lost control of what you were saying and how you were saying it. But then the, the second piece would be to the parents of these youth is that you really need to monitor your kids' phones. And I don't just mean your social medias. You really need to be monitoring their texts and their emails because we're, we're literally handing them this $1,000 device that really can hurt a lot of people. Vitally important for parents to really be monitoring those things. And I think maybe that will help parents be able to use social media better themselves. That face-to-face -face has just gone away and just how important it is. And I don't want to blame things on the pandemic, but that didn't help any when we only mm. could communicate that way. So now we've just really gotten to the point that we can say anything on any of these mediums and there's really not a lot of repercussions to it. And without parents monitoring, they really don't mm. understand what their kids are saying or how they're saying it. It seems like there could be a lot of repercussions, but may not be a lot of consequences or responsibility held like feet to the fire about what right. we're putting out there. So again, that's going along with what you're teaching your student athletes, what, what you're teaching the students on campus about 
that, you know, the transition into adulthood and the responsibility that we have to others. Teaching student athletes and the, and the students and finding ways to engage them in person. Trinity Christian is currently changing your academic calendar to focus on the outcomes for your students. Uh, can you share more about this and how you feel it's beneficial for the student athletes? Our current president, Aaron Keeker, um, has a vision to really reshape higher education, not just the academic calendar. Unfortunately, some of those things aren't getting announced until this fall, so I can't talk about those. But step one of this was to transform our academic calendar into a four-day calendar. Starting this academic year, we will have Monday, Thursday, and Tuesday, Friday classes. And this allows lots of things. First, you're in class for the same amount of time in every class. So rather than have an hour and a half class on a Tuesday, Thursday, and an hour class on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, they're all the same. Um, You also now have the same distance between the classes. You used to go from Thursday to Tuesday before you talked about the same thing. Now it's two days in between. Um, So that's nice. But the unique portion for this for us is, is Wednesdays. He really has a vision of sending our students out equipped and ready and able and with as much experience as they possibly can. So he has spent the last several months working with companies and corporations in our area, in the greater Chicagoland area, to come up with partnerships where we will, on Wednesdays, they will get the opportunity to get hands-on experience right away in education, in business, in all categories. You know, we have Wednesday set aside for lots of internships. So those will obviously not be huge internships, but we're slowly starting to put them into these companies And those companies are training them and giving them hands-on experience that you can't learn in the classroom. Then maybe that turns into a summer internship. And then maybe that turns into a job when they graduate. And so we're slowly giving them the opportunity to make connections, learn what they're really going to be doing rather than four years of school. Then you get into the real world and you're like, this isn't what I wanted to do at all. But it also frees up Wednesdays for bigger field trips where we take whole classes into the city and experience things or even mission trip, you know, small missional things, or just gives them a lot of opportunities to get involved in, in bigger ways. The, the response from the area companies and schools and has been phenomenal. So it's, it's exciting times. It's always, I think, ultimately for a better purpose, the, the change can be lead to a lot of growth. I have the opportunity to speak with a lot of student athletes and a lot of administrators. And one of the things I do hear a lot is that they don't have the opportunity to take on an internship uh, during the school year because of their playing experiences and their time in the classroom. And what a wonderful opportunity to be able to, to have that built in to your academic experience, an opportunity that's often lost to the traditional student athlete. And we still have some, we'll definitely have some, a few kinks where our teams have to play on Wednesday. And so, but again, I think a lot of companies want athletes. And so I think they'll be a little more flexible with them on other days. So maybe they can't do Wednesday because that's a game day. And so they'll, they'll figure out ways to get them involved and give them the experience. So yeah, we have this whole generation that's coming out of college with master's degrees because they all, as athletes, they all got an extra year of eligibility. So now they're going to be with master's degrees and no experience. So hopefully we're at Trinity giving, sending people out into the world that can make an immediate impact. This uh, podcast is called Rebuilding the American Dream, the Student Athlete Experience. What does the American Dream mean to you? I mean, for me, I want to 
live comfortably. I don't need to be rich. It used to be a house and two cards and those kinds of things. And we certainly have that. It's not necessarily my dream. My dream is to give my children in particular and my extended children through college athletics, really just send them into the world prepared. I think that's my dream is I want to release these people into society ready to be good humans, make an impact, know how to cope, know how to make decisions, know how to fail, know how to succeed, those kinds of things. Would I be as happy in my life if I didn't have a house? Yes. I, you know, I, I could still do those things. I could still, um, and without two cars. And so I think the more of the intangibles for me, it's, it's those things of just trying to make where I am a better place. The American dream, it means a lot of things to a lot of different people, but if we can open up the American dream to be able to help other people, right. uh, I think that that makes us all better. And that it's available to everyone, you know, and how we can do that in higher education. Absolutely. And, and as we're working in higher education, I know that we, we believe uh, that higher education is a doorway to a lot of those opportunities to see the experiences, to meet other people, as we were talking about earlier, and to uh, have those opportunities to kind of broaden your horizons. We believe that you know, higher education is that door. So what advice would you give to young people contemplating their futures in athletics, whether that be student athletes or even young administrators coming up through the ranks? Um, I think to all of them is communication. And particularly face-to-face or at least on a phone, less behind words, written words. I think really learning that if you're willing to go talk to the person, that they often will see, see your side differently. It's how you present things and just that value. A lot of student athletes, they've lost the ability to communicate with adults. And so really learning that piece and really teaching your kids the value of them communicating with adults or people in authority and those kinds of things, that they're not scary, that it, it's really just a conversation. So how important that is. And for those who want to get into college athletics, it's changed so much in my almost 30 years in higher edu- in, in college athletics that our coaches really are walking this uh, like on a glass floor because transferring is huge. And um, so really we're not making a commitment to things anymore. So, you know, really understanding that you got to be willing to change with the times, not to, to coddle them, but to teach them differently, I guess would be the thing. Learning the balance between those things is huge. And communication and adaptation is great advice for anybody, whether it's <laughs> yes. student athletes or administrators, that, that is a valuable skill that will benefit anybody throughout their lives. Wendy, thank you so much for your time. It's been a pleasure speaking with you today. You've been listening to me, Karen Crossley of Degree Insurance, and this is Rebuilding the American Dream, the Student Athlete Experience. Find out more on our website, americandream.fm, or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn at Degree Insurance. Until next time.